Welcome to BIV Today. I'm Tyler Orton. And economic downturns, they're often a good time for people to go back to school and reskill. But are financial constraints keeping some from doing so? That's a question that we can get into today. Our guest is Madison Guy. She's founder and chief operating officer of GrantMe, a based company specializing in helping students navigate some of those financial issues they may face when going to school. Madison, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Yeah, thanks for having me. So the question I like to ask, you know, first time I, I ever speak to a tech company founder is what is the problem that you set out to try to solve? Yeah, so I mean, our mission has definitely evolved over time, but but really our goal is to accelerate a student's journey to their dream career. Um, and we do that through our platform in a couple of ways. The first is that we're matching and supporting students with scholarship applications. The second is supporting them with university applications. And then more recently, it's how can we support students in landing their first internship or um, their dream job. So how does that work? What's the first step if I'm a student, I'm wondering if I'm going to be on the right path to kind of pursuing, you know, education at this point? Yeah, so I mean, definitely the, the thing that we always say is like the earlier you start the process of planning your post-secondary education, the better. And so we start working with students as early as, um, you know, grade eight or nine and really our goal is to prepare them um, as much as possible for what's about to come both with um, the application process into post-secondary and then um, you know really managing their their time and, and their overall effectiveness through that process all the way into um, university and, and ultimately graduation. So um, the first step is really is really planning and looking at um, you know what are the opportunities that are available to me and then um, a big focus is like, what are the goals that you have as a student? Um, and, and what is that, you know, potential career path that you're interested in? And then how can you get the support that you need in order to, to get there? And that's usually where we come in at Grammy. So you guys have developed this platform. Let's pretend I'm a student, uh, obviously a very old one, but uh, that's not unusual right now <laughs> during a, a downturn like this. But um, what do I need to do? What, what is kind of the information that uh, is going to be most useful that's going to help me kind of pursue this path here? Totally. So um, you can come to our website. That would be obviously the first thing. And from there, um, we're going to take a whole bunch of information on our end through a quiz that's basically going to determine what we think your scholarship eligibility is. Um, and from that, we're going to have a call with you. It's usually with um, parents and student, but that's if they're in high school, if they're um, an older student, then that wouldn't be the case necessarily. Um, but we're going to have a call and we're going to talk through scholarships that you're eligible for, um, which universities you want to apply to, and um, whether you're a strong enough candidate to get in. Um, and then ultimately, what, what your dream career looks like and how we can support you in getting there. So that would be the first step is really coming to the website and um, filling in that information that we ask for, which is in the top right corner of our website. And then from there, um, ideally, we'll get on a call with you and your family. How much are those financial issues maybe making some people second guess their decision to pursue post-secondary right now? Yeah, I mean, I think right now it's it's such a tremendous problem, um, obviously, with the, the pandemic and like the, you know, the current economic situation. And I think for families, it's um, even harder. I definitely think from our end, we're seeing a lot of students and families that are looking at things like gap years and, and taking some time off um, in order to either try to find a job or to make some money so that they can, um, you know, afford that next step into into post-secondary. Um, 
and it's definitely it's definitely a bigger problem I think than it has been in the past obviously with the pandemic and so um, our goal is really to to show students that um, either way it's okay like if you want to take some time off from school and um, you know plan your education and ideally save up money then that's fine but there's also other financial resources available to you if you do want to pursue post-secondary through a global pandemic and and that's really our goal is making sure that students are in choice about that. So I, I would usually think of a, a gap year, you know, back when I was in high school or university, you know, uh, take a year off, go find a job, make some money. That's kind of tough to do, especially when we, you see that the tourism sector is suffering so much. Hospitality is, is suffering so much. Does the prospect of a, a gap year not quite meet the same thing uh, now that it did maybe like 10 or 15 years ago? Yeah. Or I one mean year ago? Yeah, no, exactly. I was going to say even even a year ago, I definitely think the the, the opportunities look different. Um, you know, I'm still really optimistic that there is a lot of opportunities um, available. And I think the government's actually been doing a lot to um, to make sure that not just the students, but really companies have the resources to, to offer student internships. And that's something as a company um, at Grant Me, like we've been able to take advantage of a ton of you know, funding available to make sure that we can hire students this summer still. And so I think um, there's a lot of opportunities available, but I totally agree with you that some industries that maybe are more traditional for students aren't aren't necessarily available in terms of the job prospects. And so, um, you know, the alternative is really, you know, maybe there's there's tech companies or, or companies that you would have thought you need more experience for that are getting access to funding. Um, to offer those same opportunities. So I think it looks different, um, but I'm still optimistic that there's definitely a lot of opportunities available to students as well. If we go backwards, you know, around the spring, there's a lot of uncertainty about what would unfold for the economy. Um, a lot of debate about whether people were gonna go back to school or whether they wanted to even do so because, you know, it'd probably be online learning. Were there a lot of question marks about what, you know, the intake would be or, or what the use would be of the GrantMe platform about how much people would be interested in kind of pursuing what you guys are able to offer them? Yeah, you know, it's like, it's crazy to think about and I don't think we've, we've really talked publicly about like the panic that we that we were in as a company i think it's it's pretty um i think at some point every single company regardless of what ended up happening for you everybody had a question mark which is like what is the future of our company um you know given what's happening in the world and i think we we put a tremendous amount of hours and and work and effort to try to combat um you know really like what our worst case scenario could look like and i think we were we were really fortunate i think because we were um, one, we were positioned online, but two, we were in education that um, we we saw actually an increase in the number of students that wanted our support. But um, in March or April, like we really were not able to predict that. And so we were putting in a lot of um, a lot of measures and a lot of, uh, you know, re really trying to protect ourselves and our and our team to, to make sure that if we um, if we saw enrollment decrease, um, that we would be able to combat that. And so um, we're really fortunate that we were able to get through that, but it was definitely for me personally as like a founder, the most challenging thing that I think we've had to go through as a company for sure, the uncertainty. Well, it, your your story echoes what I'm hearing from a lot within the online learning industry, online education, and that's um, we didn't know what was going to happen, but it actually seems as if it's kind of an industry that's been on kind of the, the winning side of things for the most part, despite some challenges that maybe your company has to navigate. Is that kind of uh, an accurate depiction of maybe how the last nine, 10 months have unfolded? Yeah, I definitely, I definitely think so. And I think it, I, I think 
you know, bigger than that, it opened up opportunities for us to communicate with students in a way that we weren't able to before. I think that, um, you know, so often we were, we, we run community presentations as an example, and we were doing those in person. And so suddenly with the adoption of technology in schools with teachers, counselors, and um, really entire school districts, we were able to reach so many more students and, um, you know, regardless of whether they're using our platform or not, really equip them with some of those resources and, and the planning required to um, make decisions about their post-secondary. And I think that was like a huge um, positive outcome for us and something that um, we're really excited to continue, you know, even post-pandemic, whenever that is, um, because it's, yeah, it's really opened up a new way of communication for us. And we're, we're really happy about that. What's your sense right now, though, just being able to kind of do this outreach, but what's your sense right now with regards to how students are feeling, like young people are feeling about the prospect of going to school at this very moment versus where they would have been maybe a few years before all this, you know, economic uncertainty? Yeah, you know, it's it's been really interesting for us because I think we we saw a lot more uncertainty, obviously, you know, from March to, to August about what was going to happen in September. And I think um, slowly over time, we've seen that students are still planning to attend school. So right now, the um, grade 12 students that we're working with, a lot of them still have the intent to go to school um, in September of 2021. And I think, um, I mean, I think part of that has has come because um, we can see a little bit further into the the future than we could in in say March or April of last year, which was really challenging. Um, but I think you know, at least within Grant Me, like just by equipping students with the tools and resources that they need to make a, a really great decision about what's best for them, has allowed a lot of students to say, okay, I, I think I do want to go to school. I just need to figure out like financially, how do I make that happen? And um, you know, is it the right environment for me from from uh, um, like an online perspective versus an in-person, um, you know, an in-person class. And so we haven't seen a huge drop overall in the number of students that want to attend university in the fall. Um, but obviously there is more students that are at least considering a gap year for sure. Well, I, I'm curious, you know, um, what advice might you have for students that are pursuing some sort of, uh, you know, scholarships, any sort of financial, you know, items that might help them, you know, embark on that, kind of post-secondary journey? Yeah, so I mean, there's there's so much advice that I, I'd love to share, but I think a couple of the biggest things, you know, related to scholarships is um, you want to start by just looking at scholarships that are going to be um, a great fit for you. And we always talk about affiliate scholarships, which is really like any direct relationship that you or a family member has to a specific organization. So for example, you know, if you play soccer, I was a soccer player, then you'll want to look at, you know, BC Soccer has a scholarship, maybe your club has a scholarship, and you'll want to look at that affiliation really closely to see what opportunities are available. Um, and same with like your parents' employers, for example, right? So you really want to start looking at like, what are the different really personal affiliations that I have or that a family member has and what opportunities are going to be available to me through that. And that's simply because those are going to be less competitive. Um, there's often more scholarships that they'll give out and um, it's really personalized to you and your experience. So um, that would probably be my, my biggest advice related to scholarships and, and finding some, some scholarship money. How much money are, are we typically talking about? What, what's your experience working with uh, a lot of these young people? Yeah, it ranges. I mean, the craziest thing that we've seen, we've seen, we've had a student that's won over $150,000 in scholarships in 
their grade 12 year, which is obviously really significant. Um, we see lots of students that, you know, end up winning like twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000, which really is paying for their entire tuition throughout their undergraduate degree. Um, but we always say to students that even if you don't, you know, if you don't want to apply to 20, 30 different scholarships and you want to apply to five or 10, you can still be adding up money really fast. And that can be, you know, $1,500, um, $2,000 and really everything counts. Cause when you look at it and you, you know, get some perspective, that's still like half of your, your tuition per year. Right. And you can continue to repeat that process throughout your degree. So, um, we see a huge range. Um, and a lot of it is like, how much time do you want to put into the process and, um, put into applications? Well, uh, I'll leave you off with this one last question. Maybe it's something I should have asked you at the beginning, but um, where did you come up with the idea? What was kind of your inspiration for pursuing this uh, company? Yeah, so I mean, I, I think this is like the most common story, but um, it really came from my own personal experience, which was I, I got to UBC and in my first year, I had no idea how I was going to pay for, you know, five years. I did a full five years at UBC, so five years of school, um, and I had to solve that problem for myself. And so it really started from my own experience of, um, you know, successfully applying to scholarships and, and winning money to pay for my own education. And um, it's pretty funny. Like I got to my last semester at UBC, I had finished my soccer season cause I was a soccer player and I literally just went to like 600 student athletes. And I was like, Hey guys, have you applied to any scholarships? And that was kind of like my test market. And really quickly I realized that there was like an overwhelming amount of debt that students were in, um, and that they hadn't applied to any scholarships or, or awards that they were eligible for. So that was kind of the, that was like my last semester. And then I guess I haven't looked back since. <laughs> That's excellent. That, Madison, I just want to thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. This was awesome. Well, that's Madison Guy. She's founder, chief operating officer of Grant Me, And that is it for the show today. But we will be back tomorrow. Till then, you can go to BIV.com. More interviews there, as well as stories and everything. Until next time, I'm Tyler Orton. Thank you for listening.